Shout, I'm ready. Are you sure you're ready? Are you sure you're ready? There are 1,166 pages in this Bible. And there's only one part of it that's working for you. One part. Oh, the Bible, I believe the Bible. No, you don't. You believe parts of the Bible. Because belief is faith, and faith has movement. Okay, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fix you. Are you all right? Okay, I'm going to fix you. Fear has paralysis. Fear makes you stay home when you ought to be in church. Fear makes you quiet when you ought to shout. Fear makes you sit still when you ought to run. Fear is paralyzing. But faith has movement. Do you know what else has movement? Anger. That's the reason folks easily slide over to anger because it makes them feel like resolve will come. If I get mad, something's happening. Some people stay mad half their life. Well, I'm just here to tell you tonight that a little Holy Ghost anger would go a whole long way for you. Some of you need to get pop-eyed mad. Come on, come on. Everybody just say, the man just said, pop-eyed mad. and run your life. Somebody needs to get mad. How long are you going to look at empty pews and not get mad? How long are you going to drive past Planned Parenthood and watch the, the ashes of children falling on your shoulders before you get mad?
anger at least has movement. I'd rather you get mad in a day as pout. Don't you just get mad. I'll punch you out and then it'll be over. There comes a time when you got to quit playing mother may I with the flipping devil. And run him out your house. Your mind, your body, your car, your children, your town, your city, your school. Slap somebody a high five. Now I'm about to get mad. We need a little less hallelujah and a little more. I'm about to punch your lights out, dude. You're coming in here messing with me, messing with my kids, messing with my mind, messing with my church, messing with my joy. I'll run you out. did that in a temple. Just came in the church and started just ripping the pews up and carrying them out and made a breach in the wall. Carried out the golden goblet sanctified to God. If they'd had a PA system, they'd have carried that out. If they'd had a TV camera, they'd have carried that out. And God's people standing around saying, Hallelujah. When are we going to get mad? Just Popeye mad. At some point, you got to draw a line in the sand. See? Now watch. Now watch. Because most of y'all play Mother May I with the devil. You draw a line in the sand and then you hide out on your side of the line. It's time to step over the line. It's time to get out of your comfort zone. It's time to tug on Superman's cape and spit in the proverbial wind. Everybody go like this. Can you see me? Here we go. Here we go. Put me up there if people can see me. Three, two. Somebody better be getting me up there. I'm getting mad. Get me up there. 
Now shout to the devil. Can't touch this. There's a passing through anointing. Slap somebody a high five, tell them I'm passing through. I'm passing through, through the water, and it shall not overflow me. Through the fire, and it shall not kindle upon me. Shout, I got a passing through anointing. I like to lay hands on PhDs. Now what does that tell me? Read your sign from it. I don't tell you. 17 to 12. Sit down. Some of my staff that have literally left here at 11 and 12 o'clock for the last week, week and a half, text me, would it be all right if service gets started? I, I go watch my son play on the Harvest Prep football team. Uh, that'd be yeah, because kids are the most important thing. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. They're putting us on the news. Now you understand we're the smallest school in Ohio. This is the second largest school in Ohio that we're playing tonight. And since Columbus loves me so much, they decided to carry tonight's game live because this team's supposed to beat us 50 points. It's halftime, we're ahead 17 to 12. right there. Yes, sir. That's my kids. I'm about to run. Sit down. Are you all right? Say fear paralyzes. It must be an astounding thing to God, Dr. Zestridge. Both of y'all. It must be an astounding thing to God to sit in his ethereal throne, having loosed the Holy Ghost, who is every bit as much God as God the Father, every bit as much God as God the Son, to loose him upon the earth and say, he that is with you shall be in you. And behold, I give you power over all devils and to cure diseases, and nothing shall by any means harm you. It must be an astounding thing to the Almighty to watch us run and cower in fear from the very things he declared we had power over. Tell somebody and tell them I'm about to get mad. I'm from Eastern Kentucky. Everybody go like this. Am I up there? Okay, you ready? Everybody go like this. As hillbilly for pop-eyed mad. When you get mad and see the devil grabbing your family by the nap of the neck 
and carrying them into hell and laughing at you the whole way, maybe you'll get mad enough to say, stop it, don't go one step further. Fear paralyzes. Faith has movement. How many pages in that Bible? 1,166. Depending on what version you've got. 1,166 pages. You know the only part of that Bible working for you? The only part working for you. Well, I believe all. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because that book says... He that believeth in me, the totality, the works that I do shall he do. And greater works because I go to my Father and give a World Wrestling Federation tag team hand off to the Holy Ghost and send him that raised up Christ from the dead to indwell you. If God be for me, who Greater is he that is in me now. The only part of that Bible that's working for you is the part you believe. None of the rest of it works for you. God is not now nor has he ever been, nor will he ever be influenced by, moved by, or affected by your distress. So why is that what you talk to him about all the time? I was down one time, I was just, I just going at it, boy. I mean, I was impressing God, praying my three best sermons. And the Holy Ghost, God the Holy Ghost tapped me on the shoulder, patted and said, what are you doing? I said, I'm praying. He said, no, you're not, you're complaining. Lisa, where's Lisa? Lisa, honey, that's beautiful music y'all been doing. Had you ever heard it before? Had you ever sung it before? Yes, sir. Had Bear ever played it before? Yes, sir. Had Rodney learned his part? Yes, sir. (laughs) I'm just checking. Did you have a rehearsal? Yes, sir. You did? Many. Yeah, you had a lot of rehearsals. Yes, sir. Rehearsals. Yes. Yeah, because you wanted the repeat. You wanted to perfect a repeat performance. That's why God keeps giving you everything you keep talking about. Because you keep rehearsing it. Seeing if you're awake. 
I scared the Puerto Rican or whatever he is. I don't know. What are you? Are you Puerto Rican? Puerto. His wife can flat cook. It'll light you up. People for about three days walk around you like this. I yelled and he jumped about three inches off his seat. God, with all due respect, God was not moved because I was brokenhearted when they handed me my son and said he'll never go to school, he'll never read a book, he has an incurable neurological condition for which there is no treatment. There is no cure and there is no hope. Now, let me help you. Unless you've ever been told that about your child, you don't understand. I hope you can try to be understanding, but you don't understand. I don't know what it's like for one of the most precious men that's worked in the breakthrough ministry for 20 years now, precious Mark Beale, who went home from church the other night. They got a call from one of his nephew's friends. He's 15 years old. He said, I'm going at such and such time to such and so woods and I won't be back. And at 15 years, how, how messed up can your life get in 15 years? And before they could get to him, he took his life. Now don't act like you can understand that. See? Well, the fact is, God is not moved by your pain. If he was, you'd never have any. Because the minute you manifested pain, He'd meet it. Here's the shortest, most powerful verse in your Bible. God's not a man. God's not a man. God's not a man. He won't abandon you. He won't lie to you. He won't steal from you. He won't tell you one thing and do something else. God's not a man. God's not a man. The reason you have difficulty trusting God is because men have always failed you. Shout, God is not a man. God's only moved by one thing. One thing only. Faith. And faith has movement. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna freak you out again. Am I still doing okay? Shout! No, pray in the Holy Ghost, clap, shout, wave. Get up, get up, get up. Turn around, shout. God is not a man. All right, be seated. 
Okay, I'm, I'm moving quickly. God does not determine your future. You're, you're not a mouse. You're not in a maze. Okay, okay, let me come at you this way. God, in the very first book of your Bible, freely surrendered his right to act independently in your life. He gave it up. He gave it up. Your life's not about destiny. Your life's about decisions. Say tonight. 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 I get a supernatural turnaround. The only way I can influence your life and the only way I can change your future is to change whose words you trust. See, because you're having faith right now in something. Maybe it's CNN or maybe it's Fox News. What I've got to do is change whose words you trust. I'm not even asking you to trust my words. If I can get you to trust that book laying on your lap tonight, you are on your way to the most supernatural turnaround in your life. Everybody just staring at me. All right. All right, I'm going to read to you then. You ready? You ready? Second Kings chapter 6. I've never preached this in my life. You ready? Here it is. And it came to pass, verse 24, after this, that Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, gathered his host and went up and besieged Samaria. And there was a... A what? There was what? Unemployment was like at an all-time high. They passed like a trillion dollar stimulus package. <laughs> Taxes were about to go to 49%. Someday you'll believe this. They're telling me to wipe my face. Okay, how, how bad was it? Well, as the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall, there cried a woman unto him saying, help me. And he said, well, if the Lord can't help you, what in the world do you want me to do about it? And the king said to her, what, what's your problem? What aileth you? Call somebody and ask them what it is. What's your problem? Well, let's see. Let's compare yours with hers. And the woman said that a woman, this woman said unto me, 
give me your son that we may eat him. Today. And we'll do the same with my son tomorrow. So we boiled my son. And there was a. A what? There was what? Unemployment was like at an all-time high. They'd passed like a trillion dollar stimulus package. Taxes were about to go to 49%. Someday you'll believe this. They're telling me to wipe my face. Okay, how, how bad was it? Well, as the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall, there cried a woman unto him saying, help me. And he said, well, if the Lord can't help you, what in the world do you want me to do about it? And the king said to her, what, what's your problem? What aileth you? Call somebody and ask them what it is. What's your problem? Well, let's see. Let's compare yours with hers. And the woman said that a woman, this woman said unto me, give me your son that we may eat him. Today. And we'll do the same with my son tomorrow. So we boiled my son and we ate him. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna surmise that whatever your difficulty is, it hasn't reached that point yet. Would that be fair to say? So, her problem is that they did that, and then they ate her son, and then a woman went and hid her son. You think about it. This is real. This is real. So I thank God for the mountain and I thank him for the valley and I thank him for the storm he brought me through. For if I never had a problem, I'd never know that God could solve them. I'd never know what faith in his word could do. Through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Through it all. I've learned to trust in God. I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had a lot of questions about tomorrow, but I hadn't had to boil my children yet. There have been times I didn't know right from wrong. 
but in every situation, God gave me blessed consolation. Ah, your trials come to only make you strong. We've never learned to embrace the valley. Two thousand and nine was a valley. Don't be looking at me like it was the best year you ever had. How many of you would raise your hand and say it was one of the most difficult years all the way around I've ever had? Do you know why? Because nine's the number of birthing. Nine's a valley number. Nine's not a shouting number, except the shriek of pain. The valley is not where God brought you to die. The valley is where God summoned your giants to die. Now listen to me. Listen to me. And I'm going to hurry. I'm going to hurry. Then Elisha said, hear the word of the Lord. He said, look, you've been listening to CNN or Fox, depending on your political persuasion. You've listened to this preacher and that preacher and somebody else. Let me attempt to shift whose words you're paying attention to. Let me see if I can get you to focus on the word. Now, now I'm going to slip this in on you. Romans chapter 10, Jeremiah 33, 3 says, call unto me, right? And I will answer thee, right? Well, how come you're naming and claiming and not attaining? How come you grabbing and blabbing and not having? Is Mark 11, 22 to 24 not true? Of course it's true. Have faith in God, for truly I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, I'm going to preach till my boys get finished playing football. It was halftime a minute ago. If you're taking medicine, it's 9.13. What was I telling you? That's what I love, agreement. I was in Mark chapter 11, thank you. Have faith in Rod, I mean God. <laughs> For truly I say unto you that whosoever shall say on this mountain, God's watching over your words. Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe those things that he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them, you shall have them. What's the devil going to do with a bunch of people that know if they don't have it, they shall? If it's not there, it's on the way. I'm just going to dance for my own victory.
when they did 15 biopsies on me, I spent every night dancing around my bed saying, thank you, God, there's not a cancer cell in my body. I declare the decree of the Lord. Say, my extremity is God's opportunity. Tonight, thank you. Tonight, I, I, tonight, tonight, I, I, me. Shove your neighbor on the shoulders. I'm not talking about you. Tonight, inside this circle, Tonight, inside this circle, tonight I have the ability to direct divine activity inside this circle. What I say goes. Nobody, nobody has more authority inside that circle than you. Not even God. Why'd God let this happen to me? He didn't. Why'd 9-11 happen? Somebody left the door open. What? God surrendered his right to act independently. I didn't say he surrendered his right to act. I said he surrendered his right to act independently. That means he's waiting on somebody to agree with him. That's why he wants you to say what he said about you. Stop saying what CNN said about you and start shouting what he said about you. Tonight I, I tonight have the ability to direct divine activity inside this circle. This is crazy. and everything pertaining to this circle. Do you believe me? That was, that was just as I thought it'd be. Do you believe me? Call unto me and I will answer thee. Watch this. But then Romans 10 comes along and says, how shall they call upon him whom they've not believed? Faith without works is dead. Faith has movement. How shall they call? If you call, I'll answer. Stand up. Stand up. For those of you that don't know, this woman is responsible 
for the Burger King Corporation giving the Women's Clinic of Columbus how much money? Thirty-some thousand dollars. From Burger King. They came to her. They said, we're about to promote you. We're going to give you a lot of money. And we're going to move you where? Philadelphia. This church is not yet in Philadelphia. This church is at 4595 Gender Road and Gemini Place on the north end of Columbus. She said, keep your money. I'll keep my church. I prophesied to her that God was going to bless her in spite of it. They called her into corporate headquarters two weeks ago and told her that she is the number one sales organization in the Burger King Corporation in all of North America. And so we thought we'd just write you out a check. unto me and I will answer thee. How shall they call upon him whom they not believed? How shall they believe upon him whom they've not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? Book of Revelation eight times in two chapters says let him that hath ears to hear, hear. That's what Elisha was saying. Hear the word of the Lord. You're in a mess. You're boiling your children and eating them. Hear the word of the Lord. About this time tomorrow. Somebody clap, somebody shout. Somebody say about this time tomorrow. Just about this time tomorrow. Inside this circle, there's about to be a supernatural turnaround. Stop. Be seated. I'm not done, man. I'm having too much fun. Y'all can go home whenever you want to. I preach to myself like this all the time. Drive Joni crazy. She said, get out there in the apartment and do that. About this time tomorrow, in a place where you're boiling your children and eating them, there's about to be such an overflow that you're not going to be able to carry it out. Do you believe me? 
Watch this. Everybody reach, touch your ear, touch your ear. Okay, those are not the ears he's talking about. He that had the ears to hear, let him hear, right? He that had the ears to hear, let him hear. That's not what he's talking about because everybody has those. That hurt. Everybody has those. Say yes! Everybody has those. He said, how shall they hear without a preacher? Does anyone have a handkerchief or something? Like a clean one? Thank you. I only use black because I'm racist. Had somebody say that. Say tonight, I, I tonight have the ability to direct divine activity inside this circle. Receive the gift of faith. God's about to do for you what a phone booth did for Clark Kent. He's about to transform you, change you, rearrange you, ignite you, inflame you, infuse you with faith. Okay, everybody be seated. Now touch this, touch here. Say that's not what he's talking about. Am I up there? Come in real close on me. You good? Come on. Come on, don't be afraid. <gasps> right there. You're now looking at your ears. Because there are certain things that until they're taken through the process of the death of a five-fold ministry office gift, and it's not free, and it's not pretty, anointings don't come because you curl your hair. These Bible college students run up to me, don't lay your hands on me, I want faith, I want to faith like you have. So I say, okay, come here. I pray they give you your only son and tell you that he has an incurable disease. Well, you want my anointing. Anointing comes from crushing. It doesn't come because you're cool or learn to imitate somebody. The anointing comes from pain. Process. People that you love cursing you. Yeah. Having to walk out of restaurants with your children because they're mocking you. That'll do it. The people that you give the most to turn and rend you.
But it's okay. Hear me. So I can get a word and dip it in that anointing. And when it comes back up and out, you can hear. And because you can hear, you can believe. And because you believe, you can call. And because you call, he'll answer. Tonight, I, I tonight, I'm losing you now. I have the ability to direct divine activity inside this circle. Now say it about this time tomorrow. There's about, there's going to be a turnaround. There's going to be a turnaround about this time tomorrow. In prayer this afternoon, I'm sorry I wasn't here for the sessions. In prayer this afternoon, the Holy Ghost, God the Holy Ghost told me to tell you. All I got to do is change whose words you trust. God the Holy Ghost told me to tell you that you're about to have a supernatural turnaround. Listen to me, and then I'll explain. Say some 30, some 60, some 100. I'm not talking about 30, 60, and 100-fold return. I'm talking about days. God said, go, go right now and let me prove it to you. So I went and I started counting the days. 30 days from now, some of you are going to be in a completely different place than you've ever been in your life. Some of you are on a 30-day turnaround. I don't know who's grabbing that one by faith. Others are on a 60-day turnaround. But everybody is on a 100-day turnaround, and 100 days from today is New Year's Day 2011. Somebody start dancing. Somebody start rejoicing. Somebody claim 30. Somebody claim 60. Somebody claim 100 days from now, everything in this circle changes. My circle changes. My circle changes. Now shout. <laughs> Whose words you trust? Elijah said, okay, I'm giving you this and that's it. I gotta give you, because there's always some of these in the crowd. Be seated. The guy standing by the king, it's usually one of the staff. It's usually somebody that should be believing with you. Here's what he said. He said, really? The attendant upon whom the king leaned. Hey preacher, look at me. Sometimes, excuse my English, ain't nobody gonna stand with you. Nobody. 
nobody. Quit whining around. Stand up. Pull yourself up by your spiritual bootstraps and say, I'm either the set man here or I'm not. And it doesn't matter who thinks what, says what, does what. I'm going to hear from God and I'm going to do what he said to do. The man on whom the king leaned said, you ready? You expect us to believe that? Elijah said, this time tomorrow, you're going to have more than you can carry off. And the guy closest, Mr. Spiritual Armor Bearer, looked at the man of God and said, you expect us to believe that? Now, this freaked me out. Stand up here and look at this. Here's what he said. You expect us to believe that tomorrow trap doors are going to open in the sky? Prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will not open you the windows of I'm saying, my God, that's what I'm saying, my God, my God, my God, my God. Don't you dare be one of the ones that sits here tonight and says, do you expect me to believe that? Don't do it. Don't do it. Let me beg you. Let me plead with you. Don't be one of those people. Don't sit here and say, well, I've heard it before. I've heard it all before. I've done it all before. I've done it. No, just, just take it. Receive it. Heed it. Believe it. Do it. About this time tomorrow, some 30, some 60, some 100 days to turn around. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want to invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.